0: Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. When you look across the news at the moment, there's simply no escaping the US election. Of specific attention of late is Joe Biden's choice of running mate. So in this episode of Squiz Shortcuts, we take a look at the role of the Vice President of America and learn a bit more about the current Veep, Mike Pence, and the potential Veep, Kamala Harris. Squiz Shortcuts is the backstory to the big news stories. I'm Kate Watson. And
1: I'm Claire Kimball.
0: Before we get stuck into who both Michael Pence and Kamala Harris are, Claire, let's have a quick look at the role of the running mate, the vice president, the VP, or as it's casually known, the Veep. First of all, the role itself is written into the Constitution, with the founding fathers seeing it as a kind of a backstop in case the president should die.
1: The idea is it's a role that would hold very little other duties while they're the second highest person in the executive branch of the government and an officer of the legislative branch as president of the Senate. They can't even cast votes in the Senate except if a vote is tied. And in that case, the vice president is the person who would decide the vote.
0: So those are the two jobs, stepping up if the president should pass and, of course, casting that deciding vote. That deciding vote can happen. In fact, current VP Mike Pence has done it a handful of times during the Trump administration. Over the years, though, whilst it's not official, the vice presidency has grown to be quite an important
1: political role. And the role varies administration to administration. It really relies on that relationship between president and vice president. Some VPs are quite isolated and have very little to do with the daily goings on of the Oval Office, but some have been very involved. And long story short, there's no set job description other than they need to be on call if something happens to the president.
0: A bit of chat about that in regards to the VP, given Trump or Biden, whomever is elected will be the oldest president in history. So it makes that backup option even more pertinent in this instance. With that in mind, let's dive into who could actually become VP come November, starting with current Vice President Mike Pence. Michael Pence, most commonly, as I've already been calling him Mike, is 61 years old. He's the 48th vice president of the US. He was born in the state of Indiana, is one of six children, and he grew up, Claire, a Democrat.
1: That's right, but his time in college saw his political views shift considerably. He became an evangelical born-again Christian and that saw his views become more conservative and he said that he identified with what he called the common-sense conservatism of Ronald Reagan at the time.
0: He studied law at university and went on to work at a private
1: law firm. It was not long after that that Pence made his first foray into politics. He was in his late 20s when he ran, albeit unsuccessfully, for Congress. He had his dash done when it emerged that he had used political donations to pay for the mortgage on his house, for his personal credit card bill, for groceries, golf tournament fees, car payments for his wife. Mm -hmm. It was something that wasn't illegal at the time, but it didn't pass the sniff test.
0: That pub test. So instead of politics, over the course of the 90s, Pence made a name for himself when he began hosting a daily talk show, The Mike Pence Show.
1: And that show was broadcast across Indiana and it really gave him a profile. He has a further few more tilts at politics before eventually being elected to the House of Representatives in 2000. He remained there until he was elected Governor of Indiana in 2012.
0: Like the state he represents, and as we sort of touched on, Pence's politics is on the conservative end of the political spectrum.
1: Yes, he is. And he holds very strong anti-LGBTI views. He has a persistent focus on issues like abortion. And in his own words, he's a Christian, a conservative and a Republican in that order.
0: It was Pence's socially conservative views that really led him to becoming VP. It's said that Trump picked him as his running mate in a move to win over conservative voters, particularly Christian evangelicals, who were still on the fence about Trump.
1: And now he's said to be one of the most powerful people in the White House because he has that close relationship with Donald Trump. Mm. More recently, Pence was appointed by Trump to become leader of the White House Coronavirus Task Force.
0: To some of the quirkier facts about Mike Pence, he's a big animal lover and has a number of family
1: pets. He does, including a rabbit called Marlon Bundo. That's a bunny that's quite a social media sensation. It was the first rabbit to travel on Air Force Two, has a popular Instagram account and is the subject of two kids' books.
0: That's your quick recap on Mike Pence. On to Kamala Harris. (laughs) Harris has just recently been announced by Joe Biden as his running mate. To her story, Kamala was born in Oakland, California in 1964. That makes her 55 years old. She's the eldest of two children. Her mother was a cancer researcher from India. Her father, an economist from Jamaica. Activism runs in her blood, Claire.
1: Yeah, her parents met at university and they shared a passion for the civil rights movement. After she was born, Harris was taken out in a stroller to some protests.
0: It was there from the very beginning. Her parents divorced when she was seven and eventually she and her sister moved to Canada with her mother for her teenage years.
1: Harris was very close to her mother and in a lot of her own telling of her personal story, she talks about the discrimination her mother suffered as a single mum of Indian origin despite her high level of education and obvious intelligence and they were very formative experiences.
0: Harris did make her way back to America for university where she studied political science and economics and then eventually law. She also got into politics interning for a Californian senator.
1: And before she entered politics herself, she worked her way up the legal ranks, eventually becoming the top public prosecutor in San Francisco in 2003.
0: That was really a springboard for the top job, becoming the first woman and the first person of colour to serve as California's Attorney General in 2010. She was known as a tough law enforcer and as Attorney General, Harris championed environmental protection, LGBTI rights, law enforcement accountability and anti-truancy policies.
1: And it's her record as Attorney General that political pundits in the US say make her a very good running mate for Biden with law and order a top issue at the moment, following that racial unrest of a couple of months ago over police discrimination of black people. Donald Trump and the Republicans are really going hard on that issue, siding with the police. Harris's appointment makes it hard for them to paint the Democrats as soft on crime because of her tough record as a prosecutor in California.
0: On the flip side, it's led to progressives from within her own party, that's the Democrats, of course, to say she's not progressive enough.
1: And how Biden supporters answer that is to say that she is progressive when you look at those things that she did around the environment and LGBTI rights as Attorney General, and also when she was a member of the US House of Representatives, which she was elected to in 2016.
0: She's also made a name for herself in US Congress. And it's probably fair to say she came to the wider attention of the US public and the world when she put firm questions to Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh.
1: It seems like a lifetime ago, but... Kavanaugh was Trump's nominee to be appointed to the highest court in the land, the Supreme Court, and he had to face a confirmation hearing under a cloud of accusations that he'd sexually assaulted a fellow student in his teens. And it was Harris that really landed some blows during that process and it put her on the national radar.
0: That led Trump to describe her as mean, horrible and nasty. Not of the same view are her husband, Douglas, and her two stepkids. Claire, we better do some of the personal stuff.
1: Yeah, she married for the first time six years ago and she's talked quite a bit about her modern family. Doug is a fellow lawyer. He works in the entertainment sector and she says that the kids who are in their 20s call her momala, which she's joked it's all a situation that's almost too functional. And
0: that's your shortcut to Kamala Harris onto our recommendations. Each episode of Squiz Shortcuts, we recommend in this instance some further reading. Mine is just a little bit more about Kamala Harris's backstory, particularly her family in India.
1: I've got a series of photos and little explainers about the marriage of Mike Pence to his wife, Karen. It really is a modern American Christian evangelical love story.
0: It is. That's true.
1: (laughs) There you go. (laughs) If there is one way to describe it, that's my pick.
0: Thanks for listening in. If you like what you've heard, please tell people about our shortcuts. They're also available in written format on our website. If you have a request for a squid shortcut, do let us know. We're going to tackle in-mail voting next week, Claire.
1: Yeah, I reckon we'll give that a go.
0: We'll give that a go. That's going to be another big topic in the lead up to the US election. Until next time.